Hello, hello. This is Coffee Conversations with Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. Hope you're doing well today. Hope you have a good cup of joe uh, or tea uh, with you, whichever, uh, whichever your heart, uh, heart desires. We're glad to be back, yeah, back with you for another week of conversation. Absolutely. So Deacon Bob, I noticed you have uh, some new glasses on today. I do have some new glasses. Uh, they're really kind of older glasses that came out of hiding. Ah. So I broke my other ones. Ouch. What, what happened? Well, I had them hanging on my shirt and my granddaughter gave me a hug and I heard this crunch. <laughs> So that was the end of that one. Yeah. So, but they needed to get fixed anyway. So, it's nice. time. Yeah. Have you always wore always wore glasses from a young no, young age? No, I think when I was about forty, I started wearing them. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I I didn't start wearing glasses until probably right before I I came here to the parish. I was always, oh really? I was always twenty twenty. Are you far sighted or near sighted? I can't remember. I have a hard yeah. time seeing far away. Well, What's, which is which is which? Is it you can see far? Like what is far sighted? Is that you 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 can't see far? or You can see. That's far? That's I can't remember. I, I know <laughs> every I single read. time I I get it backwards. So yeah, I know that I uh, I can see. Like I could I I could go without my glasses, but seeing far away isn't as isn't as easy. It gets a little. It's like HD versus SD. You know? uh-huh. It's like standard versus high def. So it's like it's there, I can see it, but it's not crisp. Yeah, yeah. I was on the I was on the playground yesterday, kind of walking back and forth uh, from the house in the office, and the, and the little kids were like, "Your your glasses look weird." <laughs> and then, thank you. And, the, and then thank you. Uh, and then I, and then I took them off. You're like, "You look you look weird without glasses." <laughs> and I was and like, so the thank bottom you. line was, "You look weird." <laughs> you're no just what. <laughs> you're just weird. Hey, uh, kids! Kids are great. They're yep. they're fun. And they're honest, and they and keep us humble. They do, so. But the, the key of the, the story was with glasses was definitely better with, without glasses. Without, yeah. Well, hopefully you get uh, get your get your specs yeah uh, all all fixed up. Well, and I think it's good that every now and then we go and have our vision checked to make sure that yeah not only can we see things clearly, but you know how do we see with our heart clearly too? So. Yeah, yeah, it gives you a little different perspective. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had contacts? Yeah, I don't think I can put things in my eye. I just <laughs> you don't like touching no, your eyeball. No, can't do that. I'm gonna see. That might be a next step for me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 kind of a weird thing, but hey, it's all you. Yep. All you people. Anybody wearing glasses? Hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Well. So today we want to just continue a little bit of our our reflection and conversation about a really beautiful book uh, both uh, Deacon Bob and I came across, which is called Overcoming Spiritual Discouragement. It's uh, some reflections on uh, by a, a man named Venerable uh, uh, Bruno Lenteri. And Venerable means he's kind of on the path to sainthood. And he has some beautiful reflections uh, just about the spiritual life and uh, kind of just our interior lives in a lot of ways. In this, in this Easter season, uh, as we're learning to rejoice you know, in in life, no matter you know, kind of what we're going through, knowing that, you know, just because it's Easter and we're called to rejoice, life isn't perfect. Uh, we still have things uh, to work through and deal with. We wanted to talk uh, a little more about this, and the theme or the motto of the book is the simple phrase: "Begin again." That no matter what happens in life, if we have a posture of just beginning again. Um, that we can 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 seek this uh, seek this peace uh, that we desire. 
And this, uh, this, this conversation will, I think, link a little bit into uh, one of our pr- prior conversations about virtue, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we talked about virtue and how virtue was important in the, uh, in the, Christian, in the Christian life. So, uh, so where, where are we going with a reflection today, uh, Deacon Bob? Well, we were talking before, and we talked about patient persistence, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was a really good insight. You know, how do we be patient with ourselves and with other people yet keep persistent in loving God and loving others. Yeah. I, I love that line from Finding Nemo where Dory just goes, just keep swimming, just, just keep swimming. swimming. Just keep swimming. You know, <laughs> as, long as, you're, as long as you keep trying, mm-hmm. um, you kind of keep fine-tuning that love of God and love of others, that persistence, as well as that balance of patience that we don't get frustrated with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Working with the grandkids who are like four years old, mm-hmm. um, you can see them get frustrated and then just walk away. Mm-hmm. And I think part of living is how do you get frustrated, take a break, and try again. Um, I think in education they're calling it growth mindset. How do we, mm-hmm. how do we face an obstacle, and work enough to overcome it? Kind of yeah. like squirrels at a bird feeder. Yeah. They'll keep working and working and working until they figure out how to get the bird seed. Even mm-hmm. if you manufacture something that you're certain will keep the squirrels out, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They find a way. Yeah. Yeah. So persistence, you know, to say, uh, I don't know if persistence is a virtue. I suppose it's it's linked uh, linked to the virtues in, uh, in some sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... You know, persistence is important just just in life, especially if we want to be able to achieve things. I was I was listening to someone talk about uh, you know the MBA. So you know this this last summer, you know the MBA was was closed down because of COVID and different things. And the the comment someone made was that you know the all all of the MBA players uh, and, and and the whole league should be exponentially better at free throw shooting. <laughs> they have had months and months, <clears throat> you know, essentially downtime to, <laughs> to practice. And most of them, a lot of them have, you know, their own private gyms and, and courts and stuff. So it's like, they should be, they should be exponentially better at free throw shooting, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, who is and who isn't because being persistent means you're willing to give yourself uh, to the task at hand. Uh, and being persistent is going to allow you to actually be able to um, to move forward in that. So whether it's you know whether it's sports or things we're achieving in the world, you know, or it's the, the life the life of holiness, are we really persistent about it? And, you know, do we desire it? I think we're not going to be we're not going to become holy if we don't desire it. It has to start you know with um, with something within us, but actually moving towards you know holiness. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it always starts with God who calls us, who invites us. Mm-hmm. And I think it's our response that has to grow. That's the struggle, is God always invites us, God always loves us, God always forgives us. It's how we wrestle with that. Mm-hmm. And how do we deal with the frustration of not being able to respond to loving God and loving our neighbor. Mm-hmm. And being patient with ourselves and with others. That, that I think, is the hardest part. Right, right, and so and so on one hand we have persistence, uh, that, and it's a good thing that we do that. Uh, at the same time, this book acknowledges that you know we're not always persistent. Are we? There is a a lack of kind of reaching that reality that we're expecting or or hoping for, you know, whatever that is. 
you know, there was a, an image uh, that was shared in the book. You know, it said, you know, the just man, you know, falls, you know, seven times a day. I wish it was only seven times a day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a pretty just man. I don't know. Uh, mine's like 7,000. Mine's yeah. like 7,000 probably. But I think the point of the, the image or the point of the quote is that, you know, he is a just man, not because he falls, but because he gets back up, mm-hmm. because he's persistent in like, okay, this fall isn't going to define my, my day. I'm not going to let this fall kind of just take control and fill me with anxiety and, uh, and, and kind of worthlessness and, you know, all this. Like there's something greater, you know, that I'm being called to uh, in life. So, and so he, 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 you know, kind of digs his heels in, I suppose, for us Christians, it wouldn't. It's not just about our own effort, but it's, it's allowing God to be with us in that space, so that He can give us again, as you say, like He can love us in that space and, uh, and allow us to to move up uh, and to and to get back up. And this is where I think patience comes in. That you know, it frustrates us that that we do fall and that we don't strive or we don't we don't meet the goals you know that we that we should. But to say something of patience too, you know, patience is is a feeling. You know, it's it's good, it's it's good that we even are impatient. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes like it, it means you're alive. We can't help the things that we feel, and that impatience, you know, can move us if, if it's if depending on the situation, you know, it can move us towards uh, towards what is good. Now, if the kids are being you know crazy and rowdy, and and you're trying to cook dinner, and and you have all these things going on, I mean. Uh, parents' life is 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 full of uh, impatience sometimes, and I think I've I've talked to a lot of parents as being one myself. Is sometimes you just lose it, you know. Mm-hmm. And parents will go, "I was such a bad parent. I lost it with my kids, and I was very impatient." Well, sometimes you just have to tell them, "I need a break," or you know, "You need to sit down," mm-hmm. or "How do we reset the game?" Because it is frustrating, mm-hmm. but we try again. We reset. Mm-hmm. the game I'm always impressed watching football during football season mm-hmm. where somebody will go out for a pass and they'll drop it or they'll miss it you know but they at play after play they go out and mm-hmm. do it again yeah. um, I don't know if I could do that I think I would probably have given up and said I'm not going back out there because I can't do this yeah you know but they're a really good example of persistence and patience that we've done this before we know we can do it we're going to keep trying. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a parent, you know, we've done this before. Mm-hmm. I know I can be patient. If, if I was impatient, I'll tell my kids, I'm sorry. Let's start again. Because that's how kids learn to be patient and mm-hmm. to forgive themselves right. and forgive others is by us saying, we're sorry. Let's start again. Yeah. Yeah. And then the question I think is then is um, how do we not be impatient but what do we do with our impatience? You know, is the goal just never feeling impatient? Um, because if that's our goal, I think you're only going to be increasingly be frustrated and impatient because it's just not going to be the reality for us. You know, or is the goal to um, to be and to live differently within the impatiences you know of our life or the things that cause us um, to feel that way uh, inside. And really, it's it's an opportunity, you know, to love more deeply, um, to and essentially to acknowledge what's not in our control, right? So, impatience, there's this element of of control and and humility that you know. So the virtue of humility helps us to 
to deal with, you know, the kind of reality of impatience. So to remind ourselves that like, remind ourselves of, of God's presence in all things first, and then, and then be uh, of the truth that we're just not in control. And what are the things that we, what are the things that we really do need to have some influence over? And what are the things that we just have to let go of? I think that not in control is really important. Um, St. Paul says, you know, it's in his weakness that he is strong. Right. And when we are in those moments of, let's just call it not success. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I don't want to say a failure because you can learn from a failure and that becomes a success. Mm -hmm. But those moments when we've, drop the ball or we're impatient with our kids those are the moments that we can rely on god the most mm-hmm. yeah. when we're in control or we're doing it perfectly mm-hmm. i really don't need god because mm-hmm. i'm cruising through life it's yeah. when those moments of our i, I can't think of the word um, imperfection yeah we recognize that that those are the moments that we remember that god loves us and that we can kind of get our relationship back with god Going back to my glasses, I don't know how bad my eyesight is until I put the new glasses on mm-hmm. and everything gets much more crisper. One mm-hmm. of our friends just had cataract surgery and she goes, oh my God, I can see the leaves on the trees across the parking lot. Yeah, You know, what are those moments that we recognize our imperfection and God calls us one step forward mm-hmm. to a better relationship than we had before? Yeah. And that imperfection isn't an obstacle, but it's an opportunity mm-hmm. to... Um, grow in in depth of 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 love and of humility and and god's presence and it's also an opportunity of invitation you know to god you know that it's in the it's in those moments that we we can pray more tangibly and more deeply as a reminder that you know patience is a fruit of the holy spirit too you know it's not just a virtue it's not just something we persevere you know we Mm -hmm. persist in and commit ourselves to but but as christians like um, holiness is kind of God's work in our life. So as as we invite God, as we invite the Holy Spirit, He's going to give us that that grace to be to be patient. The other side of that is if we pray for patience, God will give us the opportunities to practice it. So, so it's it's a double edged sword. Yep. And the movie Evan Almighty. It's about a, a new Noah who right. kind of reappears. And his wife is struggling with his craziness of building an ark and getting animals. And and she goes to a person who is really God, and she doesn't know it's God. And she goes, you know, I just need patience. And then this person reveals that he's God, and he says, you know, I could put you in situations where you don't need to be patient. But the only way you learn patience is by being in situations that are difficult. And I don't know if anybody's listening who's in those situations of despair or difficulty or frustration. Hopefully, from our conversation, they'll know that this is pretty normal. Yep. You know, and that God loves them and forgives them and, um, and wants them to try again and, and not give up. Yep, yep. Um, begin again. You're going to fall, but those falls are opportunities uh, for growth. And so uh, that's that's why we're here. And that's why why we're on this earth, and and eventually um, we're on this journey of life and holiness. And and in heaven, none of us will be impatient mm-hmm. <laughs> because we will be in the glory that that we anticipate. So, and if you're in the car and you're sitting at a red light and you're impatient with the person in front of you, now's a good time to pray for patience 
and uh, perseverance. There you go. All right, patience and, and perseverance. It's all good stuff. Uh, we hope you learned something from this today and just in your own experience. You know, what are those places that I am impatient? How do I treat myself, you know, when I'm impatient? You know, and where is God, you know, in, the, in those moments uh, of impatience? And those are all, all great things for us to think and pray about today. So, all right, before we go, let's, uh, let's invite God uh, into our lives. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this day, this uh, time of our lives. We, should, we can gather and, uh, and share our lives and share the wisdom you have given to your church. We ask you to be with us in, our, uh, in life's struggles, uh, the uh, people and the relationships and the situations we find ourselves in, that we may be a people of, uh, of Easter joy and of rejoicing uh, that you are with us in all the places of our life. We ask you to be with us, keep us safe, and allow us to see uh, your work in our lives. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Father, the Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, everybody, have a blessed day. Uh, enjoy. Springtime is here. And, uh, it's and we're all... moving towards summer, and life is good. Life so is good. Keep being patient. Keep being, just keep swimming. Just God bless. Keep swimming. Adios. Adios.